Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, we have added question box to hear our community's thoughts on our episodes, polls to ask questions on what they think, and so much more. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hey everyone, estás escuchando So Violento, So Macabro podcast. Yo soy Ali. Y yo soy Di. Y hoy Di nos contará de unos casos que sucedieron en Hidalgo. La ola de violencia machista parece no tener fin en México. Desde niñas, adolescentes, adultos y mujeres de la tercera edad, la violencia hacia la mujer no tiene límites. Según Infobay, desde el 2002, México se ha colocado como el séptimo país más peligroso para la ser mujer. En el episodio de hoy, hablaremos de casos de femicidios que ocurrieron en el estado de Hidalgo. Advertencia. La información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tengan cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning. The information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape, and violence. Listen with caution. Parece un momento para reflexionar sobre la niñez en, en, en México, en nuestro país. Estas dos historias que hemos visto a lo largo de la semana, los últimos días del secuestro, las imágenes del rescate de este pequeñito son realmente conmovedoras. Este asesinato de una niña de tan solo, tan solo nueve años. O sea, ¿qué mal pudo haber hecho una niña de nueve años? ¿Qué pudo haber, o sea, ¿qué, qué, qué pudo haber hecho para merecer esto? No hay nada, no hay nada. Las historias que hemos tenido, desgraciadamente, en donde están las amenazas de eh, balacera en escuelas, un poquito más grandes tal vez, pero son de secundaria y también son jóvenes. En serio, si esto nos sirve para que reflexionemos como sociedad, déjese usted al gobierno, mire ya, que el gobierno se haga bolas. Nunca le va a importar los niños porque no hay niño que vote. Entonces, el día que voten ya les interesarán. Pero nosotros como sociedad me parece que sí podemos hacer algo 
pronto, empezar a cambiar y tomar y voltear en cuenta a los niños. Viven en un mundo de adultos enfermos, Dios de mi vida. Desde enero del 2020 a marzo del 2022, el secretario ejecutivo de Sistema Nacional de Seguridad Pública registró 41 femicidios en el estado de Hidalgo. En enero de 2022, Hidalgo registró sus dos casos de femicidio. El primer caso fue el 15 de enero de una mujer que estaba asesinada en, en medio de la carretera para llegar a un local llamado El Paraje. El segundo fue el 27 de enero, donde la víctima fue envuelta en una cobija y fue abandonada en Teucalco, like in a little riverbank kind of thing. El tercero fue el 25 de febrero en Chiatipán. La víctima se llamaba Benita Martínez Martínez. Era una mujer de 58 años de edad que fue reportada como desaparecida. Y después de llevarla, uh, después de que había llevado lonche, quote unquote, which means like, you know, lunch, uh, a su yerno en, 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 una, en un sitio de construcción. So after she was um, reported missing, the following day, her body was actually found um, and she, she was murdered. Um, but according to to the article, they have like they have no trace on what happened to her. She just went missing and she died. Oh man, she she was taking lunch <clears throat> to her to her yernos, yes, to her son-in-law. En marzo, Carla Rocío Resedis, de 23 años de edad, fue asesinada por su esposo en Tula. El segundo de marzo, Nicole Santos, de siete años de edad, fue reportada desaparecida. Y luego fue encontrada muerta el 9 de marzo en Tizayuca. For most of these cases, I realized that most of these women are found, are considered missing and then found dead. Entonces muchos de estos casos parecen ser que gran parte de las víctimas son consideradas mujeres desaparecidas o niñas desaparecidas. Y luego son, a los pocos días son encontradas y están asesinadas. So, no hay un, un patrón que diga que son víctimas de, de violencia doméstica o fueron asesinadas por alguien en la familia. Siempre van a ser dos cosas, que son violencia doméstica donde el esposo mata a la mujer o la mujer está desaparecida y luego está encontrada muerta a los pocos días. Son los primeros casos que conté, viene siendo que son... son desaparecidas y luego encontradas en, en Hidalgo. En el mes de abril, Denise García, una joven de 16 años, desapareció de San Agustín, Tlaxia, y fue hallada sin vida el 14 de abril, con signos de violencia. En mayo, Diana fue asesinada con un arma de fuego por su esposo. En junio, Margarita fue asesinada por su pareja sentimental de 20 años. Y en agosto, una mujer de la tercera edad fue asesinada en su vivienda en la colonia de Bellavista, en Apan. Y en septiembre 19 del 2022, una mujer de 23 años y sus dos hijos de 6 y 8 años fueron asesinados por su pareja. Fueron asesinados por su pareja en su domicilio. It, it's so tragic because at the end of the day, most of these women are, are murdered and their sons, I mean, their, their children are also murdered in, in, in some of these cases, which 
which adds on it's to the so violence. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why would a, a parent do that to their own child? It's unbelievable. Like it's, it is. It's unbelievable. It's. I mean, we've covered stories where, you know, the parents murder their children. And it's still, it's still, it's just still shocking to me that it happens. It, I can't yeah. understand why a parent would do that to their own kid. Exactly. Y es como que a veces te pones a pensar, los, los hijos no tienen nada que ver en, Ay, en, no. en la situación. Aparte de que la mujer no, no, no merece ser asesinada de la manera Tampoco. que son asesinadas. Yeah. Hay otras cosas como resolver los problemas que asesinar a tu pareja y, y, y luego también matar a tus hijos que en verdad no tienen culpa de nada. It's, it's so tragic. How did he, um, sorry, he, how, old, how old were they? The children were six and eight years old and the wife was 23 years old. And, um, They actually, in the article, they said that the there was an older man, like, I think in his 60s, that actually went into the home because he heard, like, the commotion. And I guess uh -huh. this man went in there to check on the, on the, um, the wife, and he uh -huh. found them dead. Found them. Yeah. Y el caso que en verdad me hizo buscar en estos casos de feminicidios en Hidalgo fue el caso de que, que me impactó más que pasó hace unas un, menos de una semana que viene siendo de una niña de nueve años que trágicamente perdió la vida a manos de su vecino el 13 de octubre en la colonia Maravilla en Hidalgo una niña de nueve años fue violada y asesinada a manos de su vecino su madre salió de su hogar por unos minutos, literalmente salió de su casa a hablar con otros vecinos y iba a regresar luego, luego no es de como que se iba a ir y iba a tardar un tiempo, un tiempo mucho tiempo. sola por horas. Ya, yeah. nomás fue, salió por unos minutos y en esos minutos uno de sus vecinos que apenas se había mudado a la vecindad, que había rentado un cuarto en la vecindad, entró a la casa um, abusó sexualmente de esta niña de nueve años y luego la mató um, he I don't want to be graphic but he he punctured her 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 throat yeah y lo más trágico es de que después de haber esto haber hecho esto en literal minuto no, no tardó nada huyó del lugar so he was a coward enough to do all of these things and then once he realized that the mom was coming he left disgusting human being it she's is a nine-year-old child nine. she, she's a nine-year-old child it, it like in my head i still can't process that like it's this no. is a kid This is a kid. Like you destroyed the, this kid's life, and not only this kid, but her siblings and her and this mother. Because also, let me add to this commotion that her siblings were actually hiding from this person. What? Mm -hmm. I, I there's only like a few articles that I read, but 
uh-huh. they actually were in the same house with their little sister and they were hiding from him and his her her oldest sister actually saw him commit the crime so she was hiding from him and he she saw him commit the crime so she was a key witness into identifying who the suspect was wow pobre madre de salir unos minutos ni estar afuera de su casa y que entre a, a ver este esto mm-hmm. este crimen ver a su hija muerta yep like exactly she as soon as like as soon as he left the oldest daughter ran to her mother told her what happened the mother went in with all of their neighbors and saw what happened that child is going to be traumatized for life without a doubt without oh a doubt the tragic part about this is also that the that according to authorities the mother also needed to get a psycho- psychological help because of what she witnessed and she was she was she was also detained because she couldn't handle it like they actually had to like put her into it like a, a, a they didn't say exactly but they they had to pull her put her on hold because she had to testify but also she needed psychological help at the same time so no me puedo imaginar lo que ella sintió y lo que miro like not just lo que vio pero lo que sintió esta madre de la culpa lo mejor que se va se va a echar encima también ella que no hizo nada mal ella no ella salió nada. de su casa teniendo a sus hijos en la casa she was outside hablando con vecinos pero un un mal, sinvergüenza un, Yes, descarado, like, no, like, does this to a child. Exactly. Oh, man. Luckily, el acusado fue capturado el 16 de octubre en San Felipe, Oritzatlan, y fue trasladado al Estado de México, y, and hopefully, he, uh, he's going to confront a, a judge to see um, the verdict. They uh they still can't name him as as a culprit. As el presunto. But it, yeah, so Asesino. they have yeah. yeah, so they have to have him in like they can't use his name or whatever. So we so there's still no like actual sentencing or accusation. They're they're using him as a as a potential suspect. So that's according to authorities. Hmm. I know. Yeah, because it just happened this month. Yeah. So it literally happened four days ago. And uh, it... it, it imagino que hizo una conmoción. Like, people were probably protesting. Y lo, y lo más este, espantoso del caso es de que hace como... Antes de que pasara este caso, unos días después, eh, habían secuestrado a un niño de 10 años. And they had just let him go. So some of the articles that are about this little girl and about the little boy, like, overlap. Since they can't use their names or anything in, in, in the uh-huh. reports, the, the cases overlap. So if you're trying to find stuff, like, information on the girl, the stuff about the kidnapping comes up, too. So they're overlapping. So that's kind of, like... The hard part when doing the investigation on this case is that 
not a lot of details are out in general because it's just a brand new case. But it's also overlapping because there was a similar incident about a kidnapping in that same city around the same time. I know. Yes, though. It's like, lo que estoy, me pongo a pensar. Él apenas había mudado ahí a la, vecin, a la vecindad. Una semana. Una semana. So, I don't know. For me, it's like, did he go in con la intención de hacer yeah. algo así? Porque yeah. uh -huh. apenas había movido. No, y aparte de ese que te, te pones a pensar también, o sea, si esto es algo que hizo espontáneamente en una semana, que no, no ha hecho? Que no ha hecho, exactly. Esto no, I, no quiero, I mean, we, we don't know who this guy is, no, o sea, no hay mucha información ni nada, I don't want to be making assumptions here and, you know, starting rumors or anything, but this does not sound like it's his first time. Exactly. Uh, especially because he ran away like he was so quick to like think about what his next move was that he didn't even stick around or was shocked at the idea that he did it. it it almost seems like he already had some sort of practice in doing this before not saying that he is some sort of sexual like predator or anything but it already shows that his actions and the way he approached the situation that it might have been not like it might not not have been his first time but it's his first time actually getting caught y que supo cuando la mamá no estaba presente que yeah. supo so it's like he had some sort of some sort of like stalking behavior because imagine si, si la mamá se fue por un ratito iba a regresar luego luego o sea te pones a pensar él sabía cómo esta familia funcionaba desde antes. Exactly. In Para. one week. It, he yeah. knew their steps, probably. Yeah. He like, did. No le dio... Des, it's like, no sabiendo. I mean, ya has tenido una semana ahí, una vecindad. Tú sabes cuántas personas... Te das cuenta quiénes son, son tus vecinos. Y he quiénes knew, tienen hijos, he, quiénes exactly. no. Exactly. He o knew sea, there was more kids. Yeah. And for him to do this, knowing the mom was outside, knowing that there were other kids there, I mean, it, it's just, it, I can't believe it. I just, I it's, know. yeah, it's mind blowing to even it is. process the idea of, of, of this person oh, having the, the audacity to do something so tragic. Yeah. It's horrible. He stabbed her on her neck. Well, he it didn't say, but she the when they found her body, she had like a ten inch, uh, like a cortada from side to side of her neck with like a very very profunda. So like with a sharp object. So yeah. they haven't given out too much information yet. No, they they haven't even given out the names, like the the mother's name, the sister's name, the daughter's name. Or the suspect. They only have him as a potential suspect, which which the internet and TikTok and everything is like up in arms because they're like, this is his name. Like when they were oh. trying to find him, because he was on the he was on the loose for a couple of days. So like everybody was trying to look for him. Falta poco para que empiecen a sacar el nombre de él. Yeah. Either someone's going to find out, they're going to put on TikTok or some news outlet's going to like get that name. Exactly. But, you know, they probably want just more and more, more information before they start letting 
anything out. Exactly. And it's to protect the family. It is. Like, I mean, they're still in a mourning period. Like, you have to, like, kind of be yeah. more respectful of that situation also. Exactly. It's like, this is such a traumatic event. And, and, and I can't even fathom to think about this happening to, to anyone, let alone to, to this family of, of four. Because she had four siblings. So, it, it's just tragic. It is. Poor baby, no, no, no puedo imaginar lo que esta niñita pobrecita pensó. Ni, a lo, ni se imaginó que iba a pasar algo así. Tenía nueve años. Ella había, lo había visto a lo mejor ahí caminando. Y, oh, sí, o sea, you know, like, I mean, es una you know, niña. Predators, o sea, they know how to get to kids. They yeah, know. I mean, there's not enough information, but with these predators, I swear, like, they are, they, they find a way to, to, to get into these kids. Like to, to lure these kids or or anything. So it, it's just heartbreaking. It is. Y en los otros casos que mencionaste al principio, um, no hay tampoco no hay sospechosos. You didn't find. Mm, um, most of them, no. the biggest percentage of them all, I think the, there's only like two or three women that were like murdered by their husbands. A partner, uh-huh. uh huh. Yeah, or their spouses or their partners. But yeah. most of them were missing women. So missing women that... Nothing. Yeah, that they were just found. So they were considered missing and then they were found. So there's like no exact way of, of identifying who murdered them. I mean, uh, according to the articles, there's open cases for them, but that's about it. Mm -hmm. but they don't have any leads or anything. Else. No. And that's kind of the hard part cuando te pones a pensar de los feminicidios es de que hay tantos que están ocurriendo en México de que a la misma vez es como que por dónde empezar. I you know. know. It's like every day. Mm -hmm. Every day there's a new murder happening. And, and it's only because they're women. Nothing else. Just because they're women. Y dices que era el séptimo. Like yeah. Mexico is like the seventh and According, according being, like, to the most dangerous? yeah, according to Infova, in, in the it is the seventh place. I tried to do a little bit more research, but according to them, based on some sort of research, Mexico is considered the seventh most uh, dangerous place in the world to be a woman, which that says a lot. To to be in that list, it's almost like you have no ability to like be a woman because you have to keep you know checking your surroundings and and be careful with what you say and like it, it's tragic yeah. y, y lo más lo, like the scariest part is que yo, yo por lo que he escuchado um, con todos you know all the research and just the news outlets de cuantos feminicidios ocurren en México al día yo me imaginaba que México iba a estar más alto than seventh Mm -hmm. So just to imagine that there's that more there's other places that are worse, that's scary. I mean, currently, I think the number one spot, I think it's still um, Afghanistan. So mm. even with what's going on there yeah. as of recently, just because of certain, I guess, values that they have and, and certain, I guess, regiments for women Beliefs. that they have. Yeah, that that's why it's the number one. 
but they're also being like they even like I forgot I, f- I read somewhere they could just by them even um asking police why they're being arrested they're being harassed so if they don't cooperate they're gonna be murdered by even the police so not okay yeah definitely not okay it's not it's scary these numbers are just scary there's no other way to there's no other word to say like it's just it's scary we it is it's scary it's frightening it's upsetting it's so it's sad and it's all these emotions mixed up because this is happening to our women it's happening to us yeah it's like at this point it's not anymore like oh that could happen somewhere else somewhere far away from us it's like no this could always happen near home and we we -hmm. just don't know um these cases don't have like uh, como si un patrón, o sea, no tienen de que si eres de esta edad a esta edad y si te ves de aquí así, no, it's like literally it could be children, adolescents, women, elderly women, babies, babies. It's like they have, no tienen ningún patrón, puede ser pobre, rica, puede ser de cualquier nivel educal, de cualquier forma. Pues te puede pasar. Uh-huh. No más falta que sea que, que alguien se le bote la canica y you're next, sadly, you know. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's like siempre decimos be aware of your surroundings, tengan cuidado. Pero llega el punto donde dices how much more careful do I have to be? Exactly. It's like we're over here buying pepper spray. We're over here like going on walks with our dogs and we have to make sure that we feel protected, that we're carrying mm-hmm. all these things, that we're walking around places where there's other people, like even getting out of work or getting out from a store. Like, yeah, it, it's so frightening. And it's one thing that I always say, like I always like tell friends, it's y es algo que miro muy frecuente a veces también, que por favor, not just women, men, anyone, please, when you come out of a store, have the keys in your hands already. Mm-hmm. Carguen las llaves en su mano. Más las mujeres, porque los hombres usualmente ponen las llaves en su, like in their in pockets. Pocket. Yeah. So it's like right there. We women, we carry big bags. Mm-hmm. Y traemos un jingo de cosas adentro. De aquí que encontremos las cosas. Alguien nos puede estar viendo. Mm-hmm. And they can just distract you. You get distracted with your bag. Y, y te pueden atacar. So please, por favor. It's something so simple. Just come out with those keys in your hand and just throw everything on the backs and the back of your car. No te pongas a meter las cosas oh, en el trunk, despacito, que acá. No, if you're alone, please be careful. Yeah. And the thing is that okay, at first, like, we're not just trying to say this as a way to, like, input fear in people. But it's mm-hmm. just to be cautionate about yeah. their surroundings. Because at, at this oh, yeah. point... These crimes are happening so frequently that mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. And yeah. it's not it's not only in Mexico. It happens everywhere. Oh, no. Like yeah. even here, there's like trafficking going on daily. I mean, just because we're not hearing about it doesn't mean it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's happening even in, in, in big cities, small towns. It's happening everywhere. Um, the amount of missing people, it's insane. 
So yeah. it, it's not to put fear in you. It's just to put put things into prevention. And again, if you have a friend, if you're a guy and you have a friend that's a girl or your girlfriend or your mother, your sister, whatever, please walk them to the car. Please be protective of them. It's dangerous to be a man in this world, of course, but it's twice as dangerous to be a woman. So it's not to insert fear into people. It's just to keep everyone safe. Yeah. Yeah. Y lo malo es que con estas historias es lo que, que te pones a pensar. Estamos hablando de cuando vas a caminar, cosas en la calle, pero también esto está pasando en las casas. So then yeah. it gets to a point where it's like... You're not even safe in your own home. It's like you have to make sure you lock everything. Mm-hmm. And it, it be sucks. careful who you're around. Yeah. It, it sucks to be this precautionate because it's like, yeah. at, at what point do you live? Because it's like... Exactly. No puedes like, con miedo toda tu vida. Yeah, it's like, of course, anybody uh-huh. could slip when it comes to protection, protecting yourself from stuff. But it's like, if you could do little things here and there to like yeah. make sure that you're okay, then do it. But also, mm-hmm. don't live in fear. Like, you yeah. you have the potential to, yeah. to, to face any of these things. Yeah, porque a veces la gente que... Tienen cuidado y se están protegiendo y todo les puede pasar. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, with these murders, like they they find ways. They Te do. puedes proteger lo más que quieras, pero encuentran formas. So just be careful out there, guys, because yeah. it's it's a scary be, world. Just be really careful. Yeah. Según la silla rota, si si se prive de la vida de una mujer en México. A la persona se le impondrá de, de 20 a 50 años de prisión y 300 a 500 días de multa. So imagine that. If you get caught murdering a, a woman in Mexico City, well, not in Mexico City, but in Mexican, Mexico as the, the country, you are more likely to serve 20 to 50 years for the murder with an additional... 300 to 500 days of uh, when you get out of jail, probation. Huh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, they it give was you the tip of my tongue. I was like, yeah. that word. Yeah. Yes. So, it's like basically uh-huh. 300 to 500 days of probation. So, a woman's life is literally equivalent to 20 to 50 years plus 300 to 500 days of probation. And this is why a lot of feminicidia, like feminist, feminists, and people that are for women's rights in Mexico are trying to increase the amount of prison time people will receive. Because even for rape or even for sexual abuse, the amount of time in prison in Mexico is completely and utterly unfair. We've seen it. We've covered so many cases and and the prison time is shocking. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't. So, especially with with this information, you that pones up inside is twenty to fifty years. So, if a person commits the crime in their twenties or in their thirties, that means that in like before, like if they live to what, like 
50? If they do the whole if they do the whole sentence up to 50, they they're going to be 70 when they come out. Yeah, or if they, so if they do if 20, 20 they're up like their 40s. Yeah, so it's like that that that's that's they get worth to it. live their life. Yeah, it's like le arrebata la vida a una persona. Bueno, van a van a prisión unos años y es y son los años que les dan, porque a veces le quitan los años dependiendo del their behavior or whatever. So it's like it's completely and utterly unfair to think that a person's life to the ju the justice system is 20 to 50 years. And that's like the 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 range. Yeah. According to the Secretarios Ejecutivos de Sistema Nacional de Seguridad Pública, in the eight months, which so it's up until August of 2022, Mexico City has the number one place of feminicidas in Mexico with 93 murders. And those are the ones that they have counted because some of these cases don't even go on the record of feminicidios unless the authorities open that case of being considered a feminicide. I know. Y de acuerdo con Colectivo 50, 50 más 1, throughout the Mexican Republic, more than 10 women are murdered daily and almost 9,300 women go missing. That's wow. daily. That's daily? 9,000 women? Yes, in the whole Mexico Republic. 9,000 women go missing. And those are, like I said again, and those are the only ones that are being counted for. Imagínate todas las mujeres que viven en, en ranchos, en pueblos, o en las montañas donde no hay este, like, no, like, what is it called? Census up there or anything where they know the, the population. Like, these are... These numbers are insane at a microscopic level or like a, 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 a where you can actually see it. But imagine those that aren't being accounted for. The amount of people that are going missing, that are probably murdered, that aren't being counted as feminicidias. Those women that go missing and they're never found. It's insane. It is. Y luego se preguntan que por qué... Mujeres de, femi de feministas de México están como están ahorita. There's your answer. 9,000 women a day go missing. Yeah. And 10 women die a day. A day. Yeah. And those are the ones that are considered to be feministas. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's shocking and, and unbelievable. It is. It, it starts to, to become a, a plague of some sort because you, you don't you don't know where something ends and something starts. So it's like, I don't know. It's it to me thinking about these numbers always terrifies me because it is. Y luego están, están incrementando y, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's happening more often. Like you said, it's, there's no patterns. Like I remember when I was younger, like el pattern que estaba en México era de, por ejemplo, en la, creo que era en Ciudad Juárez. Yeah. Cuando las mujeres salían de trabajar de las fábricas, like they were being kidnapped and killed. That yeah. was like the there, there was a pattern right now. There's no pattern. There's no pattern. There is. It's happening anywhere at any time. To yeah. Anyone. Yeah. 
Y no, y no es de que solo sea en México, porque hemos hablado de Colombia, hemos hablado de Brasil, hemos hablado Argentina, de España, España, de Argentina, yeah. y even in the United States. Just yeah. because in the, in the United States we don't see it as often as we as as it is seen in um, you know Latin America or like Spanish speaking countries, it's still happening. It's still unbelievable how all these women are going missing they're trying to find a, a like a proper way to to have like a justice system when it comes to these cases and the political system has yet to like give a reasonable answer on to how to prevent these from happening how to put a more harsh criminal um sentencing to these cases okay. it's like it's it's utterly insane utterly insane it is. especially when they have this information in you know in their hands and they don't they're not doing anything about it y no y nomás cuando han visto casos que 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 cuando cuando desafortunadamente pasa el asesinato que luego dicen oh habían like um they had the partner la wife the wife had made reports of domestic violence y que yeah. era violento y este el otro why don't they take it seriously yeah why don't they take these threats seriously like the authorities like It's so upsetting that it could have been prevented porque hay mujeres que si hablan, que hacen los reportes y no, there's no solution. Exactly. Y, no, y aparte también son los, los casos donde la policía tampoco, you know, they don't even put this in the record. Where like women are told, they're, they're like, oh, well, yeah, I made a report, but the police never filed it. And it's like their own justice system. Their own justice system is fucking itself up because the police is there to help their their community to add these reports to their files to prevent crimes from happening, but they don't do it. So it's like something has to change. There's so much corruption going on that that these these cases are unbelievable. And especially even trying to solve any of these cases, you realize how much the police is involved and in, not in the trying to solve the case part, but trying to hide the evidence of them fucking up. It's unbelievable. Cuando a mí me preguntan de verdad qué es lo más difícil de este trabajo es darles notas como esta. Yo no puedo entender qué puede haber en la cabeza un maldito enfermo que, que puede asesinar y además de todo haber violentado a una pequeña de nueve años. Ahí, en esa, fue asesinada precisamente una pequeñita de nueve años en un departamento con signos de violencia sexual. El maldito enfermo por lo menos lo detuvieron ayer en el estado de Hidalgo. Y este fue el caso de esta semana. Eh, en verdad, creo que hablar de los feminicidios siempre nos, nos trae muchas emociones, nos trae muchas, mucho sentimiento. Y es porque, pues sí, somos mujeres y también eh, es, es tan desafortunado de que esto todavía esté pasando en, en, un, en un país que el machismo es en verdad un, un um, algo que, que, que hemos cargado por muchos años. It's a problem. Yeah, and, entonces es una es it's like a big challenge for Mexico to to try to rebuild itself from its own machismo. But um, it's possible. Uh, especially I feel like in this generation of feministas that uh, it's 
it's changing a lot and they're and they're standing up a lot more and being less afraid than um our previous generation especially i guess growing up as a latina in the states um you wouldn't see this type of marchas or, or these type of um demands from the community before It, we were known to be quiet and very submissive so i'm i i mean overall i just want to say i'm very proud of uh las feministas las feministas y los the, you know the allies that have been supporting this cause and and even if uh we're far away um we we, we still support the cause and, and we follow them closely and and uh We do everything that we can to share their stories and their information with with others. Um, and uh, again, uh, we're going to add the uh, different uh, Instagram accounts that you could follow at the end of this uh, at, at, on our Instagram when we post the pictures and stuff where you could follow these accounts. They're very helpful. They're very informative. They're always up to date on cases. And um, we, we really admire them for what they do and for spreading the word of, of all these cases. We, we really, we really appreciate what they do. And for um, all of you guys that uh, are new, uh, you could follow us on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at at SVSM underscore podcast or on Facebook at Sovialento Somacabro podcast. Uh, we post our videos, our clips, and everything on there. And next week, uh, we actually have a very special episode with Juegos de Asesinos. It's a really fun episode. I'm currently editing it right now. Uh, and uh, it's fun. It, it's cool. And uh, yeah, I can't wait, It'll guys. It'll come up next Thursday, the 27th. And then el, ellas también van a poner un episodio el 29 de octubre. So make yeah. sure you guys check them out too. Um, we came out on theirs. I know. So we were. It, they invited us to their episodes, so we invited them to ours, and they're really awesome girls. I know we love them so much, and um, it was fun, uh, and uh, we can't wait for you guys to hear it. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, please review, subscribe. Uh, we still are in shock that we were featured in that Apple thing. I, I still can't get over it, and um, I know. and. If you guys are new to this uh, podcast um, show thing, whatever, uh, <laughs> just want to say thank you for uh, listening and for um, checking us out. It, yeah, it really means you. a lot to us. New listeners, thank you. Yeah, new listeners, thank you. And for those who have been like leaving us comments or messages or yes. um, on our Spotify, you wrote like those little question thingies. We mm. read them all. We pin them to the yeah. to the discussion boards or whatever, so mm -hmm. other people could see it keep on doing it we love it um for everybody that's been supporting us for the past Since year one uh, the we really, yeah we we <laughs> really we really appreciate you guys yeah and um and without you guys support we cheers to many more years we wouldn't be able to do this so thank you so much um yes. and uh until next week uh bye yeah Bye. Bye. And uh, it's still October, so stay spooky. <laughs> That's never going to get old. You're going to continue saying it all, yes. all the way, like forever, the whole year. It's been going on for a year. So, yeah, it, it's not just October. <laughs> yeah, it's it's truly an emphasis when I say it's October and uh, stay spooky. So, yeah, stay spooky. <laughs> Bye. Bye.